0: This is the Old Treadblazer broadcast. This is Pastor Alva Pendarvis, the Old Treadblazer, riding out again on Old Dan, blazing the path to the hearts of sinners and hearts of folks here and there where they'll stand around and listen and over this radio station. And now I'm, I'm proud to say that we're going out over 100 stations now and all around the world on the Internet. And I appreciate each one of you who had a part in getting out these messages. And uh, I had a new thought the other night. I brought a message on along this line about the tithe is the Lord's I quoted that scripture where it says the widow about the widow's mites you know the Lord was in the temple and he saw her come in and she put in two two mites takes two mites to make a fathering a fathering I understand was about a penny and he commented on her to his disciples that she had given all she had she didn't have anything else in the bank and I, I just wanted to mention that but uh, I asked you who were who able to help with this broadcast if you would and then I, I made this statement, no individual ever gets saved until he learns the, the grace of giving. The Lord has to break that spirit of covetousness and that spirit of, of stinginess. You know, we try to dress up words, call it covetous, but it's nothing but old stingy gut. That's all it is, just a stingy. Don't you just despise? Don't you? Well, no, we're not supposed to despise them. We're supposed to love them. But don't you just hate to see someone hang on to the money? We used to have an old saying around here, they hung on to the To to nickel, to the the Indian Road to Buffalo. Well, that's about true with some folks. But that's not our subject today. We're looking at this subject, uh, this study on the home and the family and along those lines. And I wanted to mention uh, all of these messages are on CDs. We put five 15-minute messages on one CD. And uh, they're all available. i offered them for $1 per CD plus postage. $1.00. For each CD, that's five messages. And uh, you write me and let me know. Maybe you'd be interested in having these to play there in your home as your family devotion. And uh, to give to your wayward child or anything that would do to, to help get out the gospel, my friend. But I praise the Lord for the, for the grace that the Lord has given me. And I've had much, much comment, good comment about these messages. I had two folks call me yesterday almost, almost simultaneously telling me what a, what a how, how they had been blessed by these messages. One of the ladies had troubles in the home, and she knew why, because they had not obeyed God's will in bringing their children up. And then another man from up in uh, West Virginia just uh, got home from work. He worked in the coal mine up there, had been, and got home. And time to turn the radio on. But we have folks like that all over the country helping with this broadcast here. So if you could, I appreciate that. And uh, let me just give you my phone number. You may want to call me when this message is over. It's air code 225-664-8658. But we bring you in our last study, we were looking there at the at the dad, the, the father uh, being the head of the home and talking about uh, the priest of the home. And I want to go back in there. We want to look again at the priest, the husband as the priest of the home. Man, my father, you are to, you are to provide for public worship. Where more than one family will work together if it's all, worship together if it's all possible. What a beautiful sight on a Lord's Day morning to see the dad and the, and the wife and the children uh, there getting up, getting ready, for, getting, ready for, getting ready for church. And I know back many, many years ago when I came under Pastor Shelton's ministry, we, we couldn't go to church because it was too far. We'd lived out of New Orleans about 100 miles, but we heard the radio. And he had a broadcast at 7 o'clock every morning, the Voice of Truth, which we still air. And I would get my children up. My wife and I would get them up and give them their breakfast and put on their what we call school clothes or church clothes. And they would sit around. This is little fellas in the first, second, and third grade. And uh, we had church. We had church. And then later on, when the 11 o'clock service come on, we had church. And I have folks writing me now and call me and say, Pastor, we don't have a church nowhere around here that preaches the gospel. And I I, I recommend that you uh, get your, get the schedule of our broadcast. You can hear it over the Internet live. They're live every Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. And um, have worship in your home. You know, the first church was in the home. It was. It was. The first church was in the home. So let's go back now and look. We see there what a sight it was for it is to see our folks coming in. I like to stand outside the church and watch the folks come in on Sunday morning. And uh, with the Bible in their arm and the children with their maybe with their Sunday school envelope in their hand, getting ready. to That's where you teach a child to give, my friend, in Sunday school. Oh, my friend, making their way to the place of worship here in the chapel or there in your home. Today, there'll be hundreds and hundreds of homes turned into churches and places of worship. Why don't you do that, Father? Get your turn your radio on in time for the broadcast or or do you go? Take a walk and and, uh, and and smoke your pipe. No, no. And you, you might say, well, I don't listen to that old fool. Well, it'd pay you, it'd pay you to listen. It might do your heart good. The, you know what? I tell my folks here, I admonish them about mission services here on Sunday night, and Wednesday night, and Sunday morning. It may be the very day that the Holy Spirit comes by and you're not here. Won't that be something? Won't that be something if you miss the Lord because you stayed home and played, uh, played the fool. But listen, listen, it might do you good. And I met so many who, who send their wives and children to church and they just stay home. Well, I don't feel like going today. I worked hard. Now I'll just stay home and rest. Rest from what? Rest from what? Oh, my friend, the Lord's Day is a day of worship. Yes, it is. Yes. And uh, I just call you old skunk. I would be ashamed of myself, my, my man, whether you are saved or lost, to stay home and let your wife, your dear wife, and your little children go to church, and you stay home. And what, was, what would you think? What would you think about that if the Lord would come and leave you there? Listen, I'd just crawl off in a corner somewhere and, and ask the Lord to forgive me. Tell him how mean you are and how low down and how cussed you are. Then Then I'd get up, and after I asked the Lord to forgive me, Take my rightful place in that home. Get down on my knees and ask those my wife and family to forgive me for not going with them. And then we'd gather around day, week after week, and uh, take my rightful place as the head of my home. Now, how can you be the head of the home and uh, and not lead them in worship? I, I just tell you, my friend, you shirked your duty, and I and now and now when the Lord uh, disturbs you about it. Just get honest, get honest, get honest. Tell your wife, your family, I might not be saved, but if God wants to have mercy on me, I want to be saved, and I'm going to go with you from now on. Now, I know this is very, very uh, practical teaching, my friend. Bless your heart, my friend. We'd have a revival like that all over the country if our folks would do that. We would tell Satan to go jump in the creek, wouldn't we? Oh, listen, no man has a right to lead his wife and his children into a life of worldliness of, and sin of any kind. Now, you talk about you talk about getting under my old rhinoceros hide. It's for a man to get off from work and stop by the local pub or the local watering hole and shoot pool and drink beer till way, way in the hours of the night and then come in and uh, call himself the head of that home. No, 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 sir. No, you're not the head of the home. Now, no man has a right to do that. I've seen men get angry because their wives wanted to go to church and live like folks ought to live. God pity such a man. You have no need of a family nor a home. A home isn't just a hog pen or a place to flop. No, no, listen, come dragging in your old drunken carcass and uh, count yourself as a husband and the father of that home. I've never been able to understand how a man can hang around a saloon or a gambling hall or a brothel and leave his wife and children at home. Now I know what we have. We've mentioned it past in our studies. How that our homes are are broken up now. Five out of every ten uh, end up in divorce very quickly. And many, many now are, are not. They, they're not getting married. They're just shacking up. That's not a way to. You can't you can't make a home on shacking up, my friend. No, no. To me, home has always been a place of rest and comfort and quiet and. Uh, listen when your work is done outside where I want to go is home and I don't get i don't desire to go off like I used to to travel much I try to go to the mission places when I can and but I don't just want to go to, to just to be going no no I, I've always wanted a place and I don't know about you but uh you I, I think we ought to, all of us want to have a a, a getaway place like jim's corner we call it where you can have you have your Bible and your, and your song book and maybe a good devotional or two and get away from it all and I, I like I like it to be quiet, don't you? I, I just think dads ought to oughta ought ought lead in, in, in those things set an example is what I'm trying to say. Now let's look at the head of the home from this angle that is the love of the husband for the wife and the family. Now we don't have much time but we go into it in there in, in, uh, in Ephesians 5. We saw there. We read that. We're going to read it again. Maybe I'll have time to read it all. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husband in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church, gave himself for it, that he might sanctify and cleanse it with the washing of water of the word. That he might present it to himself, a present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot nor wrinkle, or any such thing that it should be holy and without blemish. So men ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He that loveth his wife loveth himself. Now we we'll stop right there, we'll be back uh, in the next subject, but I while I have a mention here, speaking of that verse of scripture, and I, I try to be i I, I, want, I tell people i'm a realist i'm a I, I want to be a practical person face reality and i know that just from reading these scriptures and all and you you think of what the man ought to be and how he ought to love his wife Now, I know there's wives that you can't love I know that there's folks out there who are together. Uh, they really, in, in God's sight, they're not really man and wife, even though you got a marriage certificate. They don't act like they're married. They don't they don't pray like they're married. They don't do anything. They just live in the same house. Maybe they've raised their children, and the children have got up and grown out and got their own house and their own home and making a life of themselves and got children of their own. But here you are, you're hooked to a woman, so to speak, or to a man that you can't love. I know what that is, my friend. I've seen that. Humpteen dozen times, and I I realize that, and I wanted to clarify that. It says here, husband is the head of the wife. Yes, that's true. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, let the wives be to their own husband. And then it says, husband, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. Now, I know that's, that's the scripture, and I know that's great teaching. But my friend, my heart goes out to where there's no love there where it's died, so to speak, and it's gone out, and now they just exist. What what kind of a life is that, my friend? Not at all. The old trailblazer is going to be true to your soul, and I appreciate every one of you praying for me. I ask you again if you'd like to have these messages on CD. They're all available on the home. We have messages on a dozen subjects. So if you write me, I'll send you a listing of all of those subjects. Got to close out for this time. Remember my mailing address, the Old Trailblazer, post office box, 1810 Walker, Louisiana, 70785. Remember, folks, Old Trailblazer loves you. I'm not mad with any of you. I'm not trying to correct you. I'm just trying to show you what God's word says. And uh, pray for me. Will you do that? I love you. Goodbye, and God bless you. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad, or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.